Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. And today we have River Hooks. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at river.hooks. Please tell us a little about yourself. What do you do? So I am a singer, songwriter, producer. I grew up in Washington, D.C. area, but then I moved up here in New York City when I was like 17 and decided that I really wanted to do music. And so after college, I... Or actually, it was really senior year of college. I started producing on my Mac with GarageBand. And then I ended up, you know, using Logic afterwards. And I've just been creating music. And I feel like my music these days is very genre fluid. I really want to not focus on one single genre. So that's why I tell people a lot that my music is kind of just for everybody. It's more of a feeling. Like when I am in a session, I really just want to create something that's current, like, what I'm feeling in my emotions and uh, yeah that's pretty much everything that I do is like I just produce all the time and I'm also a music publicist as I said so that's my day-to-day thing but I just love collaborating with other people too Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm sure that comes in handy I'm sure that comes in handy yeah music publicist while trying to pursue music like like as a musician yeah definitely like how would you end up getting into that field and why did you start doing that type of work what is that like yeah what is it like <laughs> um so i ended up getting an internship when i was a senior in college and it was at gramophone media like actually like 10 minutes from my school because i went to pace university oh cool and- i uh, kind of went there as well yeah oh that's awesome that's yeah, very yeah, cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Every time you go to Brooklyn Bridge, you'll just always see it. Exactly, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so I, I went there and uh, my boss that's currently working with me, he ended up leaving his job and I was just interning there and wasn't really doing much. He ended up just calling me saying that he was gonna be working the company. And so I've kind of been just working with him ever since uh, I got you know, finished with that internship. But I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do when I got off to college. Like, I knew I wanted to do something in the music industry, whether it was, you know, producing for other people or maybe finding my way to do like songwriting because I've always wanted to do like ghostwriting. Um, so I just was like applying to a bunch of internships from like Indeed, all those other like platforms. And uh, I landed myself there and then I found myself doing PR <laughs> and that's kind of what I've been doing. Nice. What does a PR world look like? Like what, what do you do on like a day-to-day sort of thing? So I guess the day-to-day has changed because of the pandemic because we don't really have like the concerts and everything but like yeah. before, I was like working at like King's Theater in Brooklyn I don't know if oh you yeah 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 know that. so it's, we did that you know where it is no it's a Flatbush you mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. so we did like press with them and like I've, I've worked with like the record store day um which is like it happens every year it's like this big day in like april and it's basically a day where all these like record stores like come together and like sell special edition stuff but like mostly right now my day-to-day is like emailing people pitching um my clients to like publications and getting them like interviews and stuff like that <laughs> oh so your clients are mostly more like businesses and not like individual artists Oh, we do have bigger clients, but right now mostly it's just independent artists that are looking oh, okay. to cool. get coverage. So yeah, it's how, really cool to see a lot of you know growing artists. Yeah, like how 
like when you say like independent artists, mm-hmm. like do you think like for like an artist to kind of like use like irregard like just let's just assume that they have the money uh, regardless. But do you mm-hmm. think just like an artist just like completely starting out, maybe they're just like you know releasing their first like if ever they should, uh, EP. They should hire publicists. What you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. Like, like, do you think you know, with like an artist that's just releasing their first EP, they've never really released any music before, and they're just trying to like really just like get the ball rolling as soon as possible. Do you think it's worth it doing that way, or do you think it's better to have do a sort yourself. of collection of uh, EPs and singles, and then for oh, maybe, like huh? Like wait until you have like a yeah, have have like a back catalog. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what do you think? Yeah. So, in so in a situation like that, what do you think is the best for you know? I feel like it's it's different for each artist depending on what their music is. And I mean, I do work with a lot of people um, right now, currently, who is like doing debut music right now, like their first album or their first single. And we also just work with people who are just kind of starting off. So a lot of the time, it's it's more they're investing in themselves. And they want to get their foot in their door because they want to do shows or they want to get their SEO up and on Google. So like when you search their name, um, mm-hmm. find them as well, because, you know, with the blogs and publications that um, we can get for them, they'll be able to like use that as a way to help promote themselves and kind of build them as an artist. So I feel like it's all like building blocks. Like you can definitely not do that way and like come out with your debut and like, say hey i want to do this first um because a lot of other people you know will do like the three eps and say hey i have this catalog but i really want to focus on this like new album i really feel strong about and i want people to really get to know my sound so i would say the best way is really believing in your product too and um i think the people that we hire we really believe in those those uh clients so we do the best that we can to put their name out there Nice, that's really cool. Wow. So like uh I guess like, you know, tying that into like you as a musician, <laughs> like what have you done to sort of like break from like just the noise? Cause I mean in New York City there's like there's like what like nine million people? Mm-hmm. Probably like eight point nine of them are musicians. Who knows, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So like how do you break through that noise? Honestly, it's been really, it's been interesting. It's really networking. Like I used to last year before, you know, well actually not even last year, that feels like a blur. <laughs> In 2019 beforehand, um, I used to go to like WeWorks and just like networking with people. Uh, just, I don't know, putting myself out there through social media, even though like I love social media to an extent, but I'm also the type of person that like needs those mental breaks too. So I think like putting yourself out there on social media is a really great way, especially right now. Um, it's a phenomenal way to like put yourself out there, brand yourself and get your music out there. But also, I mean, I talked to a lot, of, I have a lot of musician friends um, and I feel like a lot of us kind of just do the same thing that I'm doing for my day-to-day job, which is kind of just pitching ourselves to like blogs and searching. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it, it's really, I want, I don't want to say it's luck, but a lot of it is just kind of like who you're hanging out with, sometimes who you know, and like just really hustling um, every day. Cause I have a lot of friends who will stay up all night, just, you know, pitching their names for like playlists and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know if you guys seen HBO Max, like Generation Hustle. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's more just like, I just feel like this generation is just uh, 
just really hustlers when it comes to their passion if they really believe their product so like what kind of blogs or like resources can like anybody kind of like you know use to pitch themselves into publications and like playlists i would say for playlists things that i would do would just be like going on spotify and like looking up like their names because you know like their accounts have like their names it's really just like I our friends my friends and I were just like kind of like stalking you know like these blogs and like their emails and stuff like that and finding who's writing for these publications it's really it's not an easy thing to do but like when you really put your time into it and you find these like you start making these connections little by little it starts to really expand your growth as an artist I feel like so it's, it's really just like building blocks I feel like just yeah putting yourself out there and like just trying to find your way to give your voice yeah so like how is like the uh so you said that you're from the dc area right mm -hmm. so like how's like the music scene um you know over there compared to new york city because i know i mean i think i only know the uh, only significant thing about dc is probably like npr's is like based mm -hmm. oh, in there. when it comes to music huh they're in dc huh yeah they're in dc yeah they're based huh. in dc yeah yeah i mean i i was really fortunate because like I, there's a lot of intimate like venues down there that i love like 930 mm -hmm. club um u street like black cat so i i knowing my mom my mom really got me into music and my dad too but um they would always like when I was younger, we, these intimate shows would be like $10. So you can see like MIA for like $10 or over there. So like my mom, knowing her and she loving music like me, like we would just go to these shows and it really expanded my ears. I think really young and me seeing it firsthand got me really interested in like how to make music because I've always loved music. Um, but I think just like finally seeing it was really cool. <laughs> and uh, I think it's, it's a very broad, it's it's very much the same as New York because they're both big cities. Cause I feel like every person who like toured in DC would always follow up in New York City. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like it's, it's pretty much the same, but there's definitely uh, a lot of different music, just like, you know, there's rap, rock, anything that's here is pretty much in DC, I feel like. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So I, sorry if I'm invading your privacy, but no. there's sticky notes like no. in, yeah, like again, if it's if it's too personal, yeah. no, no, it's, like, it's a grocery list. It's a grocery list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah what's up with those? music. So I like I have like a checklist for like collaborations and like oh, music and stuff like that. So like I'm working on like an EP right now. Um, well, I I think you know my friend Kate Kate. Mm -hmm. Um, so her and I are like making an EP together. We're actually oh, no way. this weekend upstate. Um, to, like make some music. For a couple of days, but also celebrate. So cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have like this other like EP that I'm thinking about called Friends Online, which mm -hmm. is uh, I've been doing all these collaborations. So I kind of just want to like make a catalog of an EP to showcase like all the people that I've been collaborating with. That's, That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. And then throw out my EP that I've been slowly working on around. Yeah, everything. dude, I get that so much because for me, um, yeah. I'm basically going to be releasing for the summer a uh, single a week leading up to probably releasing my uh, debut album either uh, end of August or like early September, but it's a lot of work. 
Yeah. Uh, so speaking on that, like, how do you manage to juggle? Because are you just working from like home at this point? Or... Yeah, I am. Okay, so that probably makes it easier. But like, how do you juggle kind of like, like, what's your workflow like trying to, you know, yeah, because in, doing it's, like engineer. It seems like you do everything and, that, yeah, you know, like from, like producing, working. engineering, making the music, writing the music, and then also like you have a PR background. So it's just like, yeah, do you need any help? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I would literally a manager would be amazing because I get really it's it can be very overwhelming because I like you said, I'm doing it all myself. And, yeah. you know, it's it's really a commitment because I really love music. And this is like something I would just love to do for the rest of my life and get mm-hmm. for it. And like if I could quit my day job and just be a producer or songwriter or, or make music, that's something I want to do. So basically my day-to-day is just working from like 10 to 5 and then afterwards like you oh, know wow, yeah. a little bit of break and then I'm just working up until I've been giving myself until 10 so I can have like a wind down before I need to go to bed mm-hmm. but uh like two months ago I was waking up like every day at seven o'clock in the morning doing like TikTok mm-hmm. and then yeah, as and I would like literally just work and then afterwards I was just producing so did like are you still on TikTok like how has that been for you like has it paid off I've definitely been on TikTok. I'm taking a break a little bit right now just because I've been focusing on a lot of the music, but it's definitely been amazing. Like I've been seeing a lot of other female uh, like musicians and producers Mm -hmm. that I probably wouldn't have met on like Instagram because I feel like Instagram is more like that visual content pictures. So it's been really cool to like see people on TikTok and what they're doing. And I love the fact that you can do what and collaborate. And it's just Mm -hmm. been really neat to like, meet other people i actually uh am collabing with a girl on tiktok um she just like dm me and she's a rapper named raven nicole um and yeah it's been really great just like putting yourself out there in these like social media even if you're not posting every single day i think mm-hmm. it's a great way to like you know boost your audience any way that you can because i feel like the people that listen to you and follow you um, are the ones that are really going to help the career that you're trying to make yeah okay i see so like for you in terms of just like uh okay so i see so you're basically blocking out uh you know kind of like your work schedule from your <laughs> like you know music making creative schedule so for you like seeing seeing that you're kind of like a producer multi-instrumentalist and uh, audio engineer i guess producer audio engineer or like I guess if you're a producer, you're also audio audio engineer, but whatever. <laughs> like how like uh, what's so your like labels. workflow like? Like how do you kind of set up a session usually? Like are you like always using templates or are you just kind of like you know let me just like yeah, get what, out all the ideas and the then routine? organize it? But what's your like usual way you start working on a piece of music? Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I started off uh, playing acoustic guitar. So a lot of the time, like that's kind of like my baby, my guitar. So I usually am always writing on my guitar first. And then I kind of sit down with like my keyboard and see whether I am going to use my guitar to start off the song in the song in my session, or if I'm going to take that melody or sound and implement it digitally, like a production. Um, But I feel like really it's, it's, it's always different every time whether because I use my phone a lot like I use like audio messages a lot so if there's like a, a harmony in my head I'll just like sing it in the audio message mm-hmm. and you know put it into my DAW and everything 
Um, but I feel like it's always different. I love starting things different every single time because I feel like I like to challenge myself. So if I'm like always in a routine, I feel like I'm not letting my like like wings flow or whatever because <laughs> I feel like it's just going to put me my mind in like a box all the time. So I feel like I do have like a routine, which is like, I have a, like these like little lights that are like on my wall. So I usually like put them on, light a ca candle and I just like focus and just think, what am I going to produce next? And usually I also write a lot of like ideas on my phone. So oh, I like, I have like topics and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll just write about this topic. Yeah, so, I see. I go like a random gen generator word thing and, yeah. <laughs> and like write a right. song about it, you know? Okay, yeah, I see. So in terms of just like the more technical side of like mix mixing and stuff like that, like uh, uh, well, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so in terms of the more specific technical side of mixing and stuff like that, like, yeah, could you like explain what you do? Yeah. So when, I, yeah, just when you're like building like a song, I mean, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Yeah, I usually just like start a track. Um, like I said, it's either different. It's either on piano or guitar mm -hmm. and I mixing is really just like for me I love using a lot of plugins um so like sound toys is yeah, like yeah nice cool plugin that I love mm -hmm. to use are you just um, using kind of like all all like the major suites like you know uh so you got like slate digital then you got like sound toys and then like waves or you just like just like using all their like bundles essentially yeah and even like logic because that's oh, like so you use logic okay cool yeah, is what I use. So I'm always like, I love alchemy. I think that's a really cool. What's alchemy? Alchemy is like just it. I think they were outside of Logic before, and then Logic bought alchemy. Oh, okay. Um, but it's just it's just a really cool program that has a lot of like sounds, kind of like oh, it's okay. like Omnisphere, but you know how like I don't know if you know Omnisphere, but they just yeah, have of course, I'm a lot of sounds and stuff yeah. like. And like it's also kind of like Serum in a way, how okay, like yeah. you. Design the sound in Logic. Oh, okay, so, like yeah. Logic's presets are amazing. That's why I always tell people if you have like a Mac and and you like GarageBand and you mm -hmm. want to like you know become the pro or whatever because yeah. it, it just like GarageBand is really just Logic at the same. Yeah, at that yeah definitely. Yeah. So it was really easy to like you know make my way from GarageBand to Logic, but I'm always just like. Once I have my finished like template of my song, I usually just go in. I'm, automating a lot um, yeah like automating is annoying isn't it because i because i <laughs> use like reaper and like it's like simple enough and but i know that i could take my mixes to the next level i just right. need to automate but like yeah it's just it's just like tedious right it really is it's just like it's just so much work and you're just kind of like at the end you're just like seeing lines everywhere yeah, yeah. like this but, yeah. Yeah. I feel like mixing is just really fun because like it makes like what you just made sound even like crisper or mm -hmm. you can just change that sound that yeah. you had like I really like crystallizer and sound toys because mm -hmm. it makes like these really weird like ethereal sounds yeah, like, like the shimmer reverb essentially and stuff like that yeah 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 I think There's I need to start making music. So I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah. I'm just David, lost. David, the the adults are talking right now. Please, okay, C continue, River. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like definitely. So, are you are you the type to, to kind of like be like very meticulous and just set up buses or everything, or are you just like have I like, like individual? 
<laughs> individual tracks and just letting kind of like your master chain like yeah. i'm sorry that i'm like getting very very technical, no, no, no. I'm getting just, like, kind of technical bro you gotta, I, i'm lost yeah, like i yeah i i learned a thing or two david i don't want to learn i learned <laughs> i've learned enough in my life yeah but continue i'm, yeah. I'm usually just like yeah i'm not like i like my side chain is like kickstarter yeah. <laughs> you know i just throw it on yeah. so yeah i'm usually just using master and like i use like i have beats headphones and mm-hmm. then i have wait my- you produce on beats really that's interesting yeah. like i, th- I always yeah. thought they were shitty to produce on people tell me they say i compensate that's the reason why like my low what- ends are so low and then i mm. change it with apple headphones because i know that like everybody's listening to music through gotcha. apple that's smart but yeah because uh-huh. Like thinking of the high ends too. So like using both the low ends that like you know the beats will give you and the high ends that the Apple headphones will give you. It's just like I don't know. It's my way mm. of just wait. Like- yeah, because we need to talk about this more because this is actually very interesting. Because like you know, it's in terms of like the audio engineering war. Like mm-hmm. common sense says, just just try not even not even like use headphones really if you like really want to get just the best on your mix computer. Better, like you just need like computer speakers. Cause that's what everyone's listening to. <laughs> but like, that's like very interesting. That like, yeah, because you know, common monitors sense are too expensive. You, huh? Monitors are too expensive. Yeah, but they're worth it in like a lot of situations. Yeah, so like, common sense tells you to use monitors and mm-hmm. the sorts. So like, for you, was just a matter of like, oh, I can't, you know, really afford like a good pair of monitors. So mm-hmm. let me just use you know, what I have, or was it kind of like you kind of like reverse engineering? I, I don't know. The, yeah. like, like, why do you, that's, that, that's like, that's like extremely interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, people always ask me like, who's like mixing your stuff and mastering. Cause they're, they, when I say it's me and I'm telling them beats and Apple headphones, they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Funny, but I mean, a lot of people say, you know, don't fix it if it sounds good. Exactly, and, right. And I, you know, I look at up to a lot of people, producers, like Phineas, like Billie Eilish's brother, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. basically says, you don't really need a studio to produce. You just, yeah, need, definitely not. you know, you can have a $50 microphone and a small little keyboard, but I think it's more like your ear. Like you just mm-hmm. have to really train your ear and know what sounds good. And it might not, but like other people might like that. I think also having SoundCloud is a really big thing because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people's ears have changed because anybody now can, you know, put music out. So, so like, like the expectations are lower, you think? Yeah, I, I, I've taught, I, I always have the same conversations because that's, this is the reaction <laughs> I get, you know? So I feel like, it, I just think that like our ears are changing. So you'll definitely hear like from my music and probably somebody who has like a really cool mastering dude or engineer, mm-hmm. it's going to sound probably a lot crisper, but it's still the same thing. I think it, yeah, I don't think you need a lot of money to, to make yeah. music. I think it's like, you just have to have the capabilities in the ear. Mm-hmm. So like in the future, like you don't like for the time being, like you don't plan on like even getting like a set of like quote unquote, you know, mixed headphones. Like you're just gonna like, not saying that's a bad thing cause you do you. And like, that's like very, very interesting. Like that's like really cool. You should do yeah. that. Oh yeah. I definitely want new headphones and like, I want to get like rocket speakers. Too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a, have, have a better option for you. Um, I forgot what they're called, but I'll send you a link to them yes. later. Like, like they're the same price as like, as like, as like rockets, but they're just that bit more, you know, quality. That's amazing. What if that's your thing? What if that's your thing? It could, yeah, that's the thing. That's what people say. Yeah. They're like, yeah. that's your thing. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, like unless, un- until, I guess until you get annoyed by the, the process of it, like just, 
mm-hmm. keep doing it. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know. like don't stop what you're doing because that's like really I'm a firm cool. believer in like just like if it's something's good, just put all the fucking yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like people are resonating with the music, and I don't think the listeners even probably care. Or know no, it. no, no, the listeners <laughs> you know? couldn't like give until yeah. I don't think there's that many audio files who like fucking yeah. care about that. Like audio files are, are a different breed because they don't care really about. How the music is like form or formulated. They just care about the end product. Like, uh, about yes. how it like trends. These are the these are the hurts I want. Yeah, these exactly. are the hurts I want it to hear. But on this on this kind of like uh, topic of things, like what's like a single of yours or, or a song of yours that you want our like listeners to you know kind of like take a listen to? Like you're like uh, you're a best single in in your like own opinion that you want us to listen to. I feel like I have two. Yeah, we, yeah, that's fine. I feel like you lost a real friend. Um, is the latest single of mine, uh, for solo River Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's for me that was a really fun one because it was very different from everything that I have yeah. put out in the EP. It was like I don't know. I was very much inspired by like Childish Gambino, Daft mm. Punk, Olivia O'Brien, just like her moodiness in some of her songs, like mm-hmm. I Hate You or I Love You, mm-hmm. and um, it was also very wordy. Um, so that was very different for me and I really love that song and I think I really took a chance and the, the, I think me taking that chance really surprised me because I was, I was very surprised by how many people are still listening to the song and I would say like Mountains for me, that was my first, uh, single that I dropped out of my EP, Love and Eleven, mm-hmm. um, which came out in October of last year. Last year, okay. Um, and I really love that song. I was really inspired by like Jeremy Zucker, Chelsea Cutler vibes. Um, and I think that one was really cool because of the ending. I kind of automate my vocals and now and with like little Ultra Boy. And it was like, just for me, it was just a really proud moment. It was that song that I was like, okay, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm an engineer now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I know, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think from that point, from mountains, getting me to like, you lost a real friend, you'll really see that kind of growth for me. Right. I would say so, those two. All right, so then let's check out, we could give like uh, everybody a sample of like a little bit of each then. Yeah. Awesome. So, boop. You got to boop twice. I 
Welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. We fixed our lights. Yeah, we fixed our... Don't make it obvious. How do they know? Obviously, I have to make it obvious. (laughs) Well, uh, we just finished listening... It's it's my turn to speak. But (laughs) we just finished listening to two of River's uh, singles. I guess the singles that she's most proud of. But uh, yeah, I mean... Like, do you want to explain, you know, kind of like where your like headspace was when you were like writing these singles and just a bit of background behind them? Yeah. Um. Well, for Mountains, I had gone on to a trip to Colorado with a couple of my friends. And basically, I feel like my music is so overt, like my lyrics, like it'll be like, I know exactly what she was going through. Um, but I feel like during that time, I really just needed a break because I'm always working all the time. So I hadn't been on a trip in a very long time. So going to Colorado and just kind of being near nature really cleared my head. And basically that song was just being like me realizing that I need to start taking breaks and that uh, that's really important for me. And for me, the the sonic, the, the sonic production of that, the feeling that I get is like me going onto an airplane and like at the end, there's like little birds. <laughs> so it's like me entering into the paradise of Colorado. So that's kind of like how I was feeling in my headspace for that song. Um, but for You Lost a Real Friend, I think that had to do, it has nothing to do with everybody's like, is it a death of a real friend? It has nothing to do with death, but it's more of like, you just losing that real friend, like you're like, I've known you for a really long time, but um, it's more of just saying, I've never, I haven't heard a song that was really like celebrating the fact that you lost a real friend. Like you got that negative energy out of your life. And so that's kind of where I was going. Cause I've, you know, especially during this pandemic, I feel like a lot of my friends, even myself lost a lot of friends because you're just like not with them all the time or, or just for whatever reason. So I think during that time, I was as I was writing, I was taking a lot of experiences that I had heard from other people with them losing their real friend. And I kind of just wanted to have a song that when you listen to it, even though you lost your that real friend for like a really long time, kind of just be like, the, that person wasn't good for me and not mm-hmm. for my life. So I think it's, I like at the end, I kind of say, like, I wish you my best, you know? But, you know, at the end of the day, I need to be, you know, well in my own space. <laughs> and uh, I think in one of the lines, I was, I basically said, like, uh, you know, real life in a small town, real life, you you have, like, two jobs and nobody's going to, like, kind of pay your rent, you know. I felt like a lot of people were always asking me to do things for them, and I wasn't really getting anything back. And it's just kind of, like, you could be that person who asked me to like go to your show all the time but like that one time that I asked you you're like oh yeah I'm not inviting you anymore or whatever to the show so I feel like for me that song is just about like just celebrating the fact that you got something negative out of your life mm-hmm. oh that's great yeah. and, and how do those compare with like your your latest release said I love you so I love you well that's a collaboration with Kat, uh, Kate Brunat and mm-hmm. Azzy so she goes by Lord Snow um and this one this is very experimental it's a dreamy pop song by three female producers and we wanted it to be very genre fluid um 
you know, has a, a really cool beat <laughs> that we love. And it's just sonically just like, I feel like it's all of our worlds together. Like if you listen to Lord Snow, if you listen to Kate Bernat and myself, it's kind of all of our worlds kind of blended together. Um, and I just, we just really love that song. That song is also, we say, is a feeling of like the emotions of going through love. But our yeah. different perspectives of it. <laughs> yeah, and like, like we were saying, like off camera, like Kate was like, well, like episode like 35 of, of sounds like nyc so I, I we were just like asking like you know how did you you guys meet i mean i i think i met her when she had just come to mm -hmm. the new york city yeah same here she had just come to new york city and she was living uh just like i i don't know if you know her boyfriend matt but she had just ended up moving with him like a couple months later that i knew her mm -hmm. that's pretty much it like really it was just that bond over like bumble network and we were like oh she also is from virginia and i'm from you know dc so right. we had a lot of things in common my boyfriend is also in the film industry her boyfriend yeah. is in the film industry so we were just kind of like wow like we have a lot uh, of things in common algorithm. we always feel like the, the yeah maybe that too but like the, the star simulation confused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it created the same person twice exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just got bored it's like okay boom copy paste yeah <laughs> oh no, yeah it was just really funny we we i don't know i think both of us i mean i've lived here for seven years and she, I, I assume she's lived here for like three to four um but like i was always trying to find that like you know a really cool pal that that was also a female pal that i could always you know talk to it was really cool that she was a producer and we just have like a lot of things in common she's just she's a really great bud <laughs> nice that's good to hear yeah also so like um so like what kind of like i don't know like what kind of plans do you have for like this summer this like yeah how are you gonna kick things about... back up again when you know the city like opening up yeah i definitely want to start for Performing, I think, but also like opportunity for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I definitely want to start performing. Like I did a virtual show like last Ooh. summer, which was cool. Um, with this girl Ashley Tobias. Uh, she was actually one of my clients, and she was just like, "Oh, I like your music. Do you want to be on like the summer thing?" I was like, "Okay, sure." It was my first like uh online thing, which was really fun. But I just really want to put myself out there and like right now like just really focusing on music and just like making the best product that I can. Um, I like will, sh I should be releasing uh, a next single soon. Hopefully it's called Can't Stay Sober, which is with this guy um, from this band called Haunted Continents. This is his solo band. But he also works with a, another band called Down in America. But uh, that that's gonna be a really cool song. It's like almost like a folk pop song. So like, which is really cool. Like I really just wanna like, Put myself in every genre that I can because I, mm -hmm. I don't ever want to like limit myself and like yeah. I always say it's good in the long term of things because like if anybody were ever to find me and like you know when it comes to sessions I don't want to be like oh you're you're that pop artist so you're gonna only right. be in a session with a pop artist I want to be like oh this girl can do she's got a song with a rapper she's got a song with a folk dude or whatever mm -hmm. so I just want to like be able to put myself out there to say hey i am a chick that can do whatever you put me into my mind is open and that's pretty much it but yeah i'm just gonna be producing a lot <laughs> this summer and try to make more connections the way any way that i can <laughs> yeah, nice uh, yeah i'm looking forward to you know where you 
weight you're gonna make. I mean, that's like, interesting. I've never heard someone like say like it. It was an intentional thing to like sort of be in a bunch of genres. A lot of times, it's just like people just trying to find their sound. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it, it sounds like it, it's very intentional, like from yeah. your point of view. Yeah, I mean, I do stem from like a pop world, but I also like I love all different types of music. I think because like my background is also very mixed. I was listening to a lot of music when I was younger and a lot of different, you know, types of musics too. So I always just thought like, I, I always like, I don't know, I've been listening to like Santa Gold and MIA, like old stuff that's just like very experimental with samples and stuff like that. Things that I'm not used to because I I've, haven't really been using a lot of samples in my music, but I think mm -hmm. this time that's another thing, a challenge I want to give myself is like to start experimenting with samples. And I feel like collaborating with people has just been a great way to like learn how to also expand my mind when it comes to production and how they produce. So I just never just want to limit myself. I just kind of want to stick to me just doing me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, that's a great thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I guess one of the, the questions we always ask, you know, artists that come on is like, how do you feel New York City has changed do? I feel like it's changed the way that I think. I, I think I definitely, with New York being such a fast paced, you know, type of mentality, I feel like I've definitely been trying to work a lot harder because I think New York does have a lot of possibilities. I mean, Kate and I, <laughs> this weekend, I was at my friend's like small listening party and this girl, Chloe Lilac, I don't know if you know her, <laughs> she's from Brooklyn and she's like a person that Kate and I follow, um, just happened to be there. So I think, I don't know, New York has all these strange little moments that, you know. She's verified, David, she's verified. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, like, oh. It, it's just, it's just very interesting, New York, always keeps me on my feet and it keeps me creative. And there's a lot of stories that you can take from your experiences here. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if I was not, if I was living back home, but if I just wasn't the person that I am to just kind of like put myself out there in this city, I wouldn't be getting all the things that have come my way yeah. since living here. So, so I think cool. it's all just about finding the people that, that you love to work with. And yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. That reminds me of how I met a pretty famous, well, not pretty famous, but kind of like an up and coming rapper, just like randomly at this like one party. I didn't even know who he was at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Really cool guy. Yeah. I, mean, I think the famous person I ever met was probably when I was working at Whole Foods. I met the chick from. Uh... I, I thought you met one of the Stouts <laughs> brothers. Oh, that, that too. Uh, I, I think I met, yeah. I don't know. They both look alike. They're twins. I don't fucking uh, know. Dylan or Cole Sprouse. Yeah. He met. Like you met one of them. Oh, yeah. But I also I also <laughs> met um. What's her, what's her Wait, what's up? The Sorry. lead actress from uh, what you call it, that dragon show, the fucking uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, the girl that plays Daenerys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. 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 Really cool. Wait, what were you saying before? You kind of like broke up. Oh, sorry. I saw one of the spouse twins too on the train one time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? And were you two? Were you, were, you, were you too scared to like approach him i guess like to yeah i was like i was like is that like yeah. zach and Co i was it was just is like, that zach and i was like it's zach and cody at this point yeah <laughs> like wearing yeah. Like, regular clothes same time yeah they just joined <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like a leopard coat on or something it was crazy yeah. he was just like in union square taking the train yeah and I was told that, like, I guess he they went to like NYU or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. 
it made sense why he was over there, but it was just very interesting to see. Like that's so funny. I think one of them makes mead now. Mead? Oh yeah, yeah. Mead? It's the video but... game one, like the video yeah. game. Oh, video game? Mead. Huh? Meat? Mead. What's that? It's like a like a beer out of like what like honey, right? I have something out of honey. Well, that's really cool, yeah. Because the other one is like acting like on what on the. What's that? Uh, what's that? Sh- what's know. that show? I, Riverdale. I, Riverdale. I, after after yeah. Super Life on deck, I don't care what. Yeah. Also, I mean, do you have any kind of like uh, anything anybody want to shout out or like any like last remarks? I definitely want to shout out to everybody who has you guys. First of all, thank you <laughs> for having me. Uh, sneeze <laughs> on me! How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be. You know being able to have this platform to talk um but yeah everybody who i've collaborated with like you can definitely go onto my spotify and check out those people those Mm -hmm. people are amazing i love collaborating with people because it's just a great way to like connect with a new and meet new people at the same time (laughs) um but yeah just thank you to anybody who's been listening to my music or following me like if it isn't for you guys i i i don't know i i just I would just be sitting in my room, not not doing anything. <laughs> nice. And, and where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at river.hooks on Instagram. And everywhere else is usually River Hooks. I think it's River Sloan Hooks on my Facebook. And okay. that's S-L-O-A-N-E. Nice. Cool. Awesome. Well, we've been, sounds like, we've been, no, we've been Daniel and David. I go first. We've been Daniel and David. Real from- quick, just... <laughs> Because he brought this up, <laughs> unprovoked, by the way. What sounds better to you, Daniel and David, or David and Daniel? That's that's a loaded question. Like you can't like, just like a from like a phonetic. Oh no 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 no. So like, imagine that you're like looking on it, like on like a uh, like like on a business card, like in terms of just like design how it how it like reads. Which one just, looks yeah. better, Daniel and David? Or David and Daniel. What rolls off the tongue better? Shut up. Phonetically. I feel like they both do. Honestly. <laughs> oh, that's the political side of you. That's the DC that's, side of you. That, no, no, no. <laughs> I also think that like Daniel and David, if like if it's on a form, maybe just because it's longer and it kind of just leads out, like visually speaking. So Daniel David is better visual speaking, is what you're saying. Visually speaking, I think, because like to have like a shorter name to so like bigger names, yeah. Like I don't know. Like I, I maybe like flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. <laughs> Whose name is on the lease? <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I because we pay because we like equally pay That's just as. I pay slightly more. <laughs> Why don't you do D and D? D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> like make a name. You don't even have to use your name. You can you just like do uh, the um. What you call it? The. <laughs> When we were writing the the business cards yesterday, mm-hmm. when you just put like David and Daniel Reed, yeah, like we make a whole joke about that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, River, thank you so much again. Yeah, sorry for, about uh, our dysfunction. Yeah, sorry for no. it, it, Honestly, it made my day. Like mm-hmm. I've been working all day, so this is like the highlight of my day again. Good to know. You good to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we've been. Uh, We've been sounds like David and Daniel. 